Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual Double XP, and even Call of Duty Points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty Points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. This... Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to another episode of Shot in the Dark. I'm your host, John Cena Evil here. Let's get right down to it. AEW Dark, we start with Excalibur, Taz, and Ricky Starks on commentary with the first match. Fuego Del Sol with a record of 0-1 versus Miro with a record of 1-0, accompanied by Kip Sapien, Penelope Ford, and the butler, Charles Taylor. Uh, Miro does some things to Taylor, like forcing him to clap. Uh, you know, just playing up this whole butler role. And of course, Charles Taylor, Chuck Taylor, looks very uh, distraught with this. Miro does end up winning with the game over submission. Match number two, Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo, who have a record of 0-3, versus Jurassic Express with a record of 17-6, number two in the tag team division, with Marco Stunt. And I'm happy to say we get the return of the Tarzan Boy theme song. A lot of offense from Johnson and Solo, but Jungle Boy does make Solo submit with the snare trap. Match number three, Terrence and Terrell Hughes with a record of 0-4, versus SCU with a record of 5-5. Kazarian gets the pin on Terrell after hitting the best Meltzer ever. Match number four, Mbadu and Casey Navarro versus the Butcher and the Blade with a record of 14-8, and eight, accompanied by the Bunny. This is Mbadu's first match since October of last year, and at this point, Anthony Ogogo replaces Starks on commentary. Uh, the Bunny continues to do her crazy screaming on the outside and even attacks Navarro at one point. Not sure what's going on with the Bunny. She hasn't wrestled a singles match since September, I want to say, and now she's just doing a managerial services. Uh, Butcher and Blade hit what they call Drag the Lake on Mbadu as Butcher gets the pin. Match number five, Baron Black with a record of 0-1 versus Ray Phoenix with a record of 10-4. Pretty long competitive match, probably the longest match of the show, as most of the matches on this show are actually under five minutes. One, Pretty smooth. Uh, Phoenix wins with the Fire Thunder Driver, and after the match, he raises Black's hand up to show some respect. Match number six, Kylan King with a record of 3-15 versus Shauna with a record of 2-0. Shauna gets the pin after hitting a Tiger Suplex. Match number seven, Brooke Havoc making her debut versus Dr. Britt Baker DMD with a record of 16 and 11 accompanied by Rebel. This is actually Havoc's first professional match as she comes straight from the Nightmare Factory. Uh, Rebel outside doing her crazy laugh as well. 
What's with laughing and rustling? This is like a new thing now. I don't know what's going on. Rebel hands her uh, the glove, and Baker applies the lockjaw for the submission win. I'm actually just happy to see Baker wrestling on dark, opposed to hosting uh, waiting room. We go backstage. We get a really quick um, like segment from Ortiz and Santana. Really serious. They pretty much say that their eyes have been on the ball this entire time, and now it's their time to eat. And they have gave you have given you fair warning, so beware. Interesting here. See a little more serious side of uh, Ortiz and Santana. Match number eight. Vert Vixen with a record of 0-2 versus Abaddon with a record of 6-2. Abaddon easily gets the pin here after the cemetery drive. We go to what they can say is my main event, the walk-off between Pretty Peter Avalon and Lee Johnson. We have our guest judges of Brandy Rhodes, Jerry Lynn, and Aubrey Edwards. Justin Roberts introduces the old-school rules of three pretty judges, one outfit, 10 steps down, pose, 10 steps back. Pretty Peter Avalon comes out and introduces the judges by talking down to them. He says that Brandy used to be an international model, but now she's pregnant. But he does call her a MILF, a mom I'd like to forget about. He says Aubrey Edwards should be competing in a Kentucky Derby instead of judging this. But then he says Jerry Lynn is like Spinal Tap and to keep being beautiful, and he's very complimental of him. Lee Johnson walks first, gets a good reaction from the crowd. He gets nines from all three judges. Avalon goes next. He seems to stutter a bit on the steps. The judges are all about to give out nines until Lynn asks for a replay where they show the little stutter step that um, Avalon had. So he turns his card upside down to a six. Mind you, all three judges only had one card the entire time. So Johnson gets a 27 while Avalon gets a 24. But before Johnson can celebrate his victory, he gets attacked from behind by Cesar Bononi, who seems to have aligned himself with Avalon, who starts to stomp on Johnson until Lynn gets in between and stops them. So it looks like Pretty Peter Avalon has finally found his winner of his... Uh, pageant provocation the Cesar Bononi I think he meets all the qualifications match number nine Ryzen and Mike Verna versus Ortiz and Santana with a record of 14 and 9 who are ranked number five in the tag team division Ortiz and Santana win within a minute with a quick assisted Death Valley driver on Verna for the pin uh, Ryzen didn't even get to tag into the match match number seven I'm sorry match number ten Davion making her debut versus Ty Conti with a record of 7-3. Ty comes out with the entire Dark Order, including Negative One, who, it should be noted, all come out through the babyface tunnel now. Ty Conti gets the win by submission. Match number 11, Ray Jazz making a singles debut versus 10 with a record of 11-10. and 10. Uh, Dark Order come out again. Negative One joins the commentary team and automatically tells Excalibur to shut up. Uh, Negative One is great on commentary. He's having a blast. Uh, Taz and Excalibur are playing along. The kid is having so much fun, you can tell here. He even stands on top of the commentary desk at one time, just spitting out uh, insults to Ray Jazz and Excalibur as well. Ten wins easily here with the ripcord. Then Negative One uh, runs into the ring and starts hitting Ray Jazz with a kendo stick. And then out of nowhere, Brian Pillman runs in from the audience and starts dueling with Negative One with a, a lacrosse stick. Uh, Negative One gets the upper hand, starts beating down on him with a kendo stick, even grabs a, a lacrosse stick and starts beating down on him. And then Negative One returns back to the commentary team. Match number 12. Maddie Rankowski with a record of 0-2 versus Red Velvet, straight out of your mama's kitchen, Red Velvet, with a record of 1-0. Uh, negative 1, he bets Excalibur 5 bucks that Red Velvet would win, and she does, with the boot to the side of the head, so negative 1 is $5 richer. Match number 13, Sean Maluto with a record of 0-2 versus Danny Limelight with a record of 1-0. Uh, something about this match seemed a little bit off and edited, like the, the beginning just kind of happened. It was weird. It was, I don't know. And because of that, the match was only like a minute. Um, Limelight does win with the Pele kick, so I'm not sure if something was ended out of this match, but it was really short, and uh, it just seems very jolted the way it came across. Match number 14, Jasmine Allure with a record of 0-2 versus Ivelisse with a record of 2-0. Ivelisse wins easily with a Tornado kick. And match number 15, Jake St. Patrick making his debut versus Powerhouse Hobbs with a record of 1-0, accompanied by Hook. 
Uh, Hook on the outside delivers a nice-looking suplex to St. Patrick, and Hobbs wins with his power, power slam that he calls the town business. Uh, it should be noted that the main event was supposed to be Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall, and Nick Camarado versus Ryan Nemeth, Sean Dean, and Barry Morales. But for whatever reason, the match was cut from the show. Uh, Ryan Nemeth, though the brother of Dolph Ziggler, Nick Nemeth, will be making his debut on Dynamite. We go to 205 Live, a pretty interesting edition of 205 Live as it has matches from both the men's and women's Dusty Classic. We go to The Way, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell defeating Gigi Dolan, the former Priscilla Kelly, and Cora Jade, the former Elena Black. Uh, Hartwell gets to pin on Jade after the tail eight bomb to advance. They will fight the winners of Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon versus Marina Shafir and Zoe Stark. And our main event saw the odd couple of Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa defeating Tony Nese and Arya Davari. Uh, Thatcher and Ciampa pretty much on the same page, and Ciampa gets to win uh, pinning Nice after hitting the Widow's Bell, and they will be facing off against Undisputed Era's un- uh, Roderick Strong and Adam Cole. NXT UK, Rampage Brown defeated Dave Mastiff with a Dr. Bomb to continue his undefeated streak at 4-0. They show a video package of A-Kid reflecting on his loss to Walter, saying he came up short, but next time it will be different. Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan are backstage, and Kenny says that he got Amir a singles match tonight against Tyson T-Bone, and Amir seems a little thrown off by that, says, couldn't he have gotten somebody smaller? Isla Dragunov defeated Jack Stars. This is Dragunov's first match since his loss to Walter. Uh, Aya has been acting a bit calmer, and then out of nowhere, he just snaps towards the end, and he ends the match with elbows to the jaw until the referee had to stop it. And uh, Dragunov starts screaming in the middle of the ring, and then he kind of snaps back into reality and realizes that he has um, what he has done and shows a little bit of regret. So a little uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type of character for Dragunov. I'm not sure what's going on here. They do announce that Ben Carter is in action next week, and then they show Sam Gradwell watching the announcement on his phone, pretty much implying that he wants the match. Amir Jordan with Kenny Williams defeats Tyson T-Bone. This is T-Bone's first match since March of 2020. Uh, T-Bone was pretty much dominant through the whole match, and then Jordan was able to roll him up and sneak in a pen. After the match, Kenny seems a little bit surprised, like he didn't expect Jordan to win, and he actually doesn't even seem that happy, uh, possibly foreshadowing some sort of turn, I would think, in this tag team. We go backstage, we see Zaya Brookside saying that Nina Samuels has co- cost her matches, and soon Nina will see what she is capable of. They show a video for next week's four-way elimination tag match for the number one contendership for the tag titles between Mark Andrews, Flash Morgan Webster, Ashton Smith, and Oliver Carter, The Hunt, and Pretty Deadly, with the stipulation that Eddie Dennis is banned from ringside for The Hunt. In our main event for the UK women's title, Kaylee Ray defeated Ginny, who was accompanied by Joseph Connors. Throughout the match, they zoom in and they show like the UK women's roster, the entire roster watching through the virtual screens. Uh, they even show me. From the one time I appeared on the Thunderdome back when SmackDown first did it, and they will continue to recycle my image to the end of time. They own my IP. Joseph Connors tried to interfere in this match and help Ginny win, but he failed. And throughout the confusion, Kaylee Ray hits the gory bomb for the win. We go to Ring of Honor, where Josh Woods defeated Dalton Castle by submission in a pure rules match, and Shane Taylor Productions defeated the Foundation when Shane Taylor gets the pin on Jay Lethal. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, the Lion Break Contender Tour, the Regal Twins defeated Jordan Clearwater and Kevin Knight, Brody King defeated J.R. Kratos, and Ren Narita defeated Bateman, who both made their New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong debut. We got the Superstar Spectacle this week as well, uh, pretty much NXT India or WWE India showing off some of their talent, and they're kind of mixed up with NXT and WWE main roster talent as well. So Finn Balor defeated Guber Raj after the 1916, Rey Mysterio, Ricochet, Giant Zangier, and Dilshir Shanky, two very tall guys, defeated Dolph Ziggler, Ken Corbin, Cesaro, and Shinsuke Nakamura when Mysterio pinned Cesaro after he splashed off the shoulders of Dilshir Shanky. AJ Styles defeated G Rama with a phenomenal form after Otis interfered. And then Biggie, Xavier Woods, and the Street Profits come out and introduce Spinning Canvas, who come out and do like a dance and musical act. 
Charlotte Flair and Serena Sandu defeated Bailey and Natalia. While Nata- uh, Natalia had the sharpshooter on Sandu, Charlotte hits the natural selection on Natty, and Sandu gets the upset pen. Ric Flair comes out and introduces the main event, which is Drew McIntyre and in this year making the return, defeated the returning Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood Boys teaming up once again, with in this year hitting the finisher and Rinku getting the pin on Sunil Singh. After Triple H and Drew McIntyre join the entire Indian roster in the ring and they celebrate as the match ends, as the show ends. Shine 66, Shine, the All Women's Wrestling Federation, they uh, had their first show. Since February of 2020, just a couple of notes from the show. Um, Ivelisse retained her Shine Championship against Allison K by disqualification after Marty Bell interfered. And uh, Kimberly and Stormy Lee teamed up and defeated Marty Bell and Jamie Jamison to win the Shine Tag Team titles. And there was this very unnecessary, unprotected chair shot to the head spot on the show from um, Natalia Markova and um, Double D, D Rose. She pretty much hit her over the head with a chair. Uh, and there was no protection at all, and it seemed very ugly. Uh, we should not be seeing this anywhere in 2021. Besides that, the show didn't really feel that special to me. There was a lot of um, technical difficulties between theme music and um, just the overall sound presence. I have seen Shine Live because they were usually paired up with Evolve shows here in New York. Um, but as far as ordering it, I uh, don't know if I'm going to be continue to, especially the presentation of this show. Uh, I just kind of wanted to see how they were after pretty much a year off from TV. And the WWE Network editions for the week saw Evolve 144, uh, and there was actually three shy matches before the Evolve event that were included here. Included uh, Big Swole and Angel Parara dropping the tag titles to Marty Bell and Jamie Jameson. And then the Evolve show itself had Leon Ruff versus Joaquin Wilde, Mansoor versus AR Fox, and Josh Briggs versus Dexter Loomis. Only two shows left as far as the uh, Evolve shows go in order here. We also got a Best of British Strong Style in Progress with Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, and Pete Dunne. And such matches as them versus Walter, Timothy Thatcher, and Marcel Barthel, Josh Alexander and the Besties in the World, Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Horace, Flash Morgan Webster, Wildborn, Avalanche, and Chris Brooks, Jonathan Gresham, and Timothy Thatcher. And we also got another episode of the ICW Fight Club. Uh, next week, I'm actually excited. They're going to be adding a best of Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson and WXW, which is before his WWE run. So that should be really interesting. And that is it for this episode. I will see you guys here next week for another Shot in the Dark. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.